Hi, I'm Autumn. And I'm Bethany. And we are A to B Podcast, working on getting from point A to point B through simplicity, organization, and some fun. Hi, Bethany. (laughs) So last week we had a repeat of our prepping for summer episode. And although it was kind of strange to do a repeat, it was kind of fun to listen back and hear where we were just one short year ago. Let me tell you one thing that hasn't changed much over the year. I am overambitious during the summer. (laughs) So how did your summer go? It seems a little bizarre to be asking about your summer a year later, but I think the point point is, is that we did this rebroadcast of a planning episode about our summer. And now that we're gearing up for another summer, it's kind of nice to sit back and reflect for a second. Yeah. And so many of those tips I used and they went really well, especially planning out my meals, having these set meal times that worked really well, totally doing that again. And I briefly mentioned in that podcast that I was taking tennis lessons. I became obsessed with tennis (laughs) all because those tennis lessons. I know you did. And aren't you still taking lessons? Well, no, I stopped let's see, in December, but it's still what I want to do every single weekend is play tennis. So it was kind of funny to listen back and be like, that was before I became a little obsessed about tennis. (laughs) And before I became a backhand pro. (laughs) Still working on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think what remains true for me is wanting to create a schedule for myself, create some systems and structures for the summer, but also to just not overdo it on the to-do list because I really think similar to last year, one of my goals is to get my house clean and to get my house in order. So it's one of those things that I'm trying to be kind to myself that I did not master it over the summer. And just remember that this summer, it's going to fly by. So Well, you did do a lot of work, work during last summer. I did. I did. And this summer, I don't have quite as much work. I'm still going to do a little bit, but I have like three or four things. Like I'm going to be in this book club and I have a couple little projects that I'm working on, but mostly I'm going to try to relax a little bit on the work front so that I can come back in August refreshed and ready for another fantastic year of kindergarten. Well, there might be a weekend planned in there for me to come up and Yes, please. Yes, please. (laughs) So I already asked Autumn. I've already said, okay, Autumn, I'm ready. When, um, when can you come out? When can you come out? Let's look at your calendar. When can you come out? (laughs) Because, you know, we live about two hours away from each other and, you know, she has three daughters. So we have to like plan this far in advance. Yeah. I want us to be neighbors. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we'll make it happen one weekend this summer. I love it. I love it. I will have an air mattress all ready for you. Well, not to give you one more summer thing, but I really wanted to focus on a summer challenge this summer. So here's my question. Last summer, we took the summer off. Are we going to... Well, I'm still thinking about our episode 41, our interview with Molly, because I talked a lot about taking action and the things that I wanted to take action on, and I've yet to take any action. It's gotten pushed down to the bottom of my my to-do list. So I was hoping we could be accountability buddies together and with our listeners for pictures? Organizing our photos slash backing them up. I need to do that as well. (laughs) Well, remember her step one is to start with today. Start with today. That's right. And if I look, have I even taken any pictures today? I don't think I have. So there you go. I'm already caught up today. (laughs) Her her tip wasn't don't take any pictures. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Start today and work backwards. It's official. It's a challenge.
If you haven't listened to episode 41, our interview with the photo organizing expert, Molly Bullard, it was a great episode that got us thinking about our next steps with getting our photos organized. One of the things that I really liked that she talked about was deciding what you're done is going to look like. And so before we jump into the challenge, you have to think about what you're done is going to look like. I think what you're saying is key. And so there's some projects that you dive into where it's really clear. I'm finished when, you know, all of my clothes are hung up and tailored or what, whatever you're done is, whatever the project is. But for photos, it can kind of be this elusive done. Like you could always do more with your photos. You can always do more. So what is it that you're going to decide that you're done is? And I think for this particular stage of photo organization, I think that's really important for us. So I have two big things. One is the backing up. My photos are pretty much organized on my laptop, but making sure that everything is backed up and backed up properly. What did she say? Two different... Two different places it's backed up. One on a hard drive and then one off-site, like a cloud backup. So I need to make sure that my backup is all checked and in order, not just for photos, but the other information on my computer. So that's my big number one. And then the second one is I'm behind two years on my photo books. So I got to catch up on those. So that's what my done looks like. Two photo books done and backed up. I kind of like this because it's like you're thinking in stages. So is this my done forever? No. But I think in terms of this summer, my done for photos is going to look like I want to share the photos from this year. I want to share them with the families. So that's one part mm -hmm. of the done. And I think the other part of the done is at least for this year, I have photos labeled like in folders. I have like 30, now 39,000 photos. I got to start somewhere, right? So I really want to think about this year, 2018. So that's one half of a year that I'm going to work on getting organized. Okay. So that means when I check in with you again, you should have your school photos shared. Yes. Okay. My check-in will be that I have the layout for the first book. Not the captions done, but the layout. For the very first photo book. Yeah. I think I'm on 2016. Okay. That doesn't give me much time. <laughs> I know, right? When you start thinking about it. All the photos are already collected for 2016. I already put in the ones that I know I want to use. So layout shouldn't take me too long. I'm going to try one of those programs that she recommended. I love it. Okay, so think about what your done looks like and choose one small task to give yourself to complete in two weeks. You can share it with us. We'd love to hear about it. Hello at A to B podcast. Or you can leave us a voicemail, 858-480-SPACE. 7722. If you want to share with us your goal, and then we'll check back in on episode 44. Awesome. And I think, again, that key is it doesn't have to be you're done forever. Is this going to take care of all 39,000 photos in my photo library? No. But I will decide that this summer it's done when I've accomplished those two really specific goals. There you go. Okay. There's our summer challenge. Autumn, this was a big week for A to B podcast. The tables turned. You were interviewed on another podcast about organizing. I was, and I was missing you. I was without my sidekick. <laughs> I know. It was so funny because I knew the time that you were being interviewed, which was like in the middle of 
my teaching day. And I was like, how could I finagle it so that my kids were, nah, can't do it. <laughs> Maybe if they were older, they could be writing some fabulous essay, but nope, I have kindergartners. They can't be unoccupied for 20 minutes. (laughs) So it was a lot of fun. I was able to go on Lori Palau's podcast, This Organizing Life, and we interviewed her back in episode 39 and was able to get a chance to talk with her. And so that was fun. I got to go on her podcast. But since it was during the day on a weekday, Bethany, you had to teach and couldn't be there. But thank you for the shout outs, though. You were very sweet. And you guys were both cheering me on as my very organized cheering section. Yes, the odd couple of organizing. I'm going to take that. Wasn't that funny? I love that description. (laughs) I love it. It's pretty true. We'll have a link on our show notes page, A to B podcast slash 43. We will link to her episode so you can hear the interview with me. I thought you did a great job representing A to B podcast. And it was also fun to just you know, hear you talk about Space for Living, which is your organizing business, and kind of talk about how you got into organizing. I love that. I, I love it because I'm, I'm a fan too. You're one of my biggest fans. <laughs> so you know that I'm a big fan of Oprah. I wouldn't even say fan. I would say I think of her as my guide, as like just the peak of peaks, right? So the other day I was thinking about her show, which I miss, even though she does have her own network now. And I remember this one time she had Martha Stewart on. Oprah and Martha Stewart were talking about life and being Martha Stewart and all this stuff. And then they started taking questions from the audience. And this is my question for you, Autumn. If you we're in the audience and you could ask Martha Stewart one question, what would you ask her? I think it's kind of funny that we're 43 episodes in and we've talked about Oprah a little bit before, but this is the first time we've talked about an Oprah segment, but actually you're talking about Martha Stewart. So I, I find this a little interesting that we turned from Oprah and went to Martha Stewart. Well, really. it's the only reason I brought up Martha Stewart is because she was on Oprah, which is also interesting. I know I haven't talked much about Oprah, but Maybe we need to have an episode dedicated to Oprah and my love of her. Does that interest anyone but me? I don't know. (laughs) So really, though, let's say that you could ask Martha Stewart a question. What would it be? You're sitting in the audience. They don't say, what do you want to ask Oprah, which is a totally different thing. They say, what do you want to ask Martha Stewart? Um, I would probably ask her something about productivity, you know, because she does quite a lot. Oh, that's a good one. So I would kind of ask her how she plans out her day or maybe talk to her about like before she had all these assistants, how did she plan out her day? I don't know. I think it would have something to do with productivity. This is a little peek into my mind that I'm just sitting around thinking about old segments from the Oprah show. (laughs) (laughs) And that one of the segments I thought about was Martha Stewart being on and the fact that they called on somebody from the audience and that person said, Martha Stewart, I'm so glad you're here. What I've always wanted to know is how do you fold a fitted sheet? And then Martha Stewart proceeded to say, no problem. And she taught them how to fold a fitted sheet. And everyone in the audience said, oh, oh, that's how. That's what you're going to ask Martha Stewart? (laughs) Well, we should probably point out that that's what you're going to ask Martha Stewart? (laughs) How to fold a fitted sheet? 
This was probably before like Google could answer all questions and there were like <laughs> diagrams on Pinterest of how to fold a fitted sheet. That's true. That's true. So, That's true. Well, and it was also probably set up. Did they bring out a folded sheet for her to like practice on or show everybody how to do it? No, the sheet wasn't folded. They brought out a fitted sheet. I mean, but they brought a fitted sheet out once the audience member asked. <laughs> they just happened to <laughs> They just happened to have one. Right. So, I mean, it was probably planned, but. (laughs) I shouldn't judge her for asking that. It's hard to say now because you can search anything about what Martha Stewart knows how to do and find it. That's true. Her website is quite extensive. Yeah, you can find out whatever you want. Why? What would you you ask her slash Google search on her website? (laughs) Um, What would I ask her? Oh, another question somebody asks was, they're like, Martha Stewart, do you add water or milk to your eggs? And she's like, I feel like she said something like, you mean the fresh eggs I collect for my hens every morning? I don't add anything to them. They're delicious. (laughs) I don't think she said that. But what did she answer? That she adds nothing? Nothing. She adds nothing because they taste delicious just on their own. What do you add? I agree. I don't add anything. They taste delicious all on their own. (laughs) Okay. So I think, so I'm trying to think of like realms of domesticity, right? I'm trying to think of like the kitchen or cleaning or organizing, or you'd think I would ask an organizing question, but actually I think I would ask her something about spices. Like what about spices? Well, I guess how to use them. Because I know how to use salt. I know how to use pepper. I use cinnamon with reckless abandon. But the other spices remain a mystery to me. Well, so I'd ask, I'd ask Martha Stewart. I'd ask her, how do you use spices? How do you choose what spices you're going to put in a recipe? And how do you decide which you're going to get fresh versus which you're going to get in the little bottle? If you know how to use salt and pepper, then you already know how to use them. And garlic. You already know how to use garlic. I know that too. So you're fine. You're already set. Just choose your favorites and throw out all the rest. No, I know how to shake them into a dish. I mean, I know how to like... But you use them for taste is what I'm saying. You salt and then you taste and see what you think. Same with any other spice. Hmm. See, I know what... I think would taste good with hot sauce versus ketchup versus barbecue sauce versus soy sauce versus teriyaki sauce. But when it comes to the long list of spices in my cabinet, I'm at a loss. And these recipes will call for all these things. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm a very minimalist chef, which means that nothing is exciting at my house. There are people that like follow recipes and have real meals. I am not one of them. I have eaten dinner many times at your house and it's always delicious. I take a recipe. I use it. I know what spices I like. If it calls for something I don't like, I don't use it. Cumin, oregano, cinnamon, smoked paprika I really like. (laughs) Rosemary, don't really like it. Don't use it very much. Thyme is good with chicken. When do I use cumin? When do I use paprika? When do I use cumin? I use it a lot with like beans and rice. There's like a lentil soup that's cumin and cinnamon. That's really good together. Cumin and cinnamon on onions is really good with a little bit of coconut milk. It makes like this little sauce. It's delicious. So basically, I think what you're telling me is why wait to get the chance to ask Martha Stewart about this? You're saying ask Autumn? No, no. I mean, I definitely have my like opinions, but I have a friend who's a really good cook. You can ask her all about her spices, but I'm just like, let's keep it simple and throw out the rest. Can we table this and do a meals episode? Because this went in a direction I was not expecting. <laughs> I, re- 
<laughs> I really was curious about what you'd ask Martha. And this is genuinely, I think, what I would ask her. And now you're opening this whole world to me that I didn't even know I could have just been asking you all this time. I would not say that I'm an expert. I just know what I do when I cook for my family, which is keep everything super simple. That's why I love to have these super easy meals that I can make and have the ingredients usually on hand and it takes just a short amount of time and have those in my belt. Is that a saying? <laughs> have have those meals at the ready. At the ready. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So I guess this is more like a quick tip now. Like what what would you say are your go-to meals? Well, yeah, I would decide in your own family. I'm sure you already have some like you, I know, eggs. Super easy. You can add zucchini. You can add like a can of tomatoes if you don't have anything fresh. Add a little garlic to your eggs. If you have salsa in your fridge, delicious. There you go. Eggs and zucchini. That's like your meal. I talked about in another episode how we batch cook our meat. Oh, yeah. And your veggies too. You grill a bunch at once. We grill a bunch at once. But usually if we don't have any veggies to grill, we'll always have salad in the fridge like a bag of already mixed salad. So then we have meat and salad and that's easy, already done because the meat is usually done. We'll batch we'll batch it either in the crock pot or on the barbecue. And then like pork tacos or bean burrito, those are super, super easy. We do slow cooked pork and so that we make carnitas and have tortillas with salsa. I love how easy you make it sound. Well, because you don't have to like If you get the recipe, they're going to tell you all these other extra ingredients that taste delicious, but you don't need them to serve your family a meal. You're going to be okay. Pork tacos, a salad. I think that's good. So there you go. You got burritos, you got tacos, you have eggs, barbecue chicken with salad. So I'm kind of surprised that in 40-something episodes, we haven't yet talked about meal organizing. I guess that's because my meals are so simple. People are going to be like, Now, come on. I can't really go into depth of like, this is how you plan. I pretty much eat similar type items every week. Well, we'll talk about it for me. You'll guide me. Okay. And have a quick soup. Lentils make a really quick soup. You just saute some onion, garlic. You add some cumin and cinnamon. I have actually a recipe from the Oprah show from Kat Cora. Remember? Don't you have that one? Curried lentil stew. Yes, I shared that one with you. It's really good. It is really good. We can put a link to that recipe. It's super simple because you can make it really fast. 30 minutes, lentils are quick. And then lentils is your whole meal. If you have chicken, you could throw some chicken in there. But chicken thighs in the crock pot work way better than chicken breasts. So You were telling me that. Okay. Yeah, because they're fattier and they taste more delicious and chicken breasts just get dried out. But the crock pot is out now. What do you mean? Crock pot is not, it's not in fashion anymore. It's the instant pot. I, I don't even know what an instant pot is. All you got to do is go on Pinterest for instant pot recipes. You will be ready. Looks like a crock pot to me. It does different things. 10 things you know, need to know about the instant pot. I don't have one, so I couldn't tell you. I, I have a crock pot and I've barely started using it. So I think I need to just stick with that. <laughs> There you have it. Next episode, we're going to talk about meals because I need to do a little bit more of a deep dive into this, Autumn. You say it's simple, but I don't know. It doesn't sound very simple to me. And now I'm like looking at all these Instant Pot things and I don't even know where to start or where to do. I do have a lot of help. My husband helps out in the kitchen a lot. So it's easy because I have two people doing it. 
Next episode, we're going to be talking about organizing your meals. So if you have five quick go-to meals that you seem to go to again and again, we would love to hear about them, especially if they're simple, delicious, and easy to make, because believe me, that's what I need. And nutritious. Oh, right. (laughs) And nutritious. (laughs) We don't need any like can of chicken soup. What is that called? Pot of noodles. Cup of noodles. Condensed mushrooms. You're like, I have five different flavors of cup of noodles and they're great. (laughs) Thank you so much to those of you who have already subscribed and left a review. If you haven't yet, please subscribe and take a minute to leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget to check out our show notes for the link to my interview with Lori Palau on This Organized Life. It is a great interview. Thanks so much, Lori, for being on our show and for interviewing Autumn. It was a lot of fun. You can email us, hello at a2bpodcast.com, or you can leave us a voicemail on our voicemail line, 858-480-SPACE. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at a2bpodcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now. Bye. I love it. I will have an air mattress already for you. But you don't have an air mattress. I have one of those camping mattresses. Oh, the one I used? Yeah, it's really comfortable. It was top of the line at REI. That's called a mat. (laughs) (laughs) Not a mattress. (laughs) It's a camp bed. And it's one of those kind that inflates on its own. You don't even need a pump.